Hey there, it's Chris Marcus, Sunday, March 26th. And today a quick comment on a question that doesn't get asked that often, but I think should, which is how much is silver really worth? Certainly, I talk a lot about how uh, the silver market's manipulated and it's not freely trading. A lot of banks writing paper contracts that I'm personally quite excited to watch them attempt to deliver. I don't think it's possible without prices significantly higher, but what is silver really worth? And I'll preface this by saying that, again, we're really just making best guesses because I'd say the two primary areas that I look at are one, the supply and demand, and two, the monetary aspect. So lately the Fed's been raising rates with quarter point increments, but of course if they raise rates, just like when you had a lot of uh, teaser debt leading up to the housing crisis, you raised rates, crashed the housing bubble. Uh, if they ever really tried to unwind their balance sheet or actually raise rates a, a meaningful amount, I'd certainly expect the same thing to happen. And if that does happen, then again, they're going to print more money. So I guess the short answer is there is no answer. It depends. How much more money do they print? Um, now, if you wanted to say, well, just given where we stand now, how much would it be worth? Um, two things to factor in are, uh, again, A, what really is the supply? Uh, when I really was digging into this more closely a couple of years ago, and a lot of the numbers aren't really accurate, I didn't feel too confident with those World Gold Council numbers. We hear a lot about how China doesn't really tell you the whole story. For example, looking at gold, well, if there's gold in Fort Knox and the, the gold that the Fed is supposed to be storing in New York is actually bare and hasn't been leased out or sold or hypothecated, then you have one number. <laughs> if it's not actually there, you have another number. So there are a lot of variables. Of course, uh, there's a certain amount of gold and silver mined each year. If that changes, that changes things. But Perhaps the way I look at it, at least with silver, to get to the chase here, is that back in 2011, silver was at $49. Since then, a lot of things have happened, but in particular, the banks not only got caught manipulating the gold and silver market, they got caught bragging about it because, and I used to trade equity options on the New York Stock Exchange for a medium-sized company. One thing that was always clear is that anything that you type or who knows anything you say on the phone or, I mean, you just kind of, you know, things are getting read by compliance. And so anyway, part of the settlement from the bank case was that they turned over their chat and transcript records. And amongst other times where we've seen these mysterious plummets based on no fundamental news and just see the market drop 10 or 20 or 30 percent which in any other market would bring, you know, investigations. And, but in either case, uh, now what we were able to see through the release transcripts is that back when silver was 49 and got slaughtered, we see that it was manipulated. There's no, there's no longer any question. You see that large sell orders that there's not silver to back up or slammed. And since it's traded in paper, you can slam it. As far as you want, you'll be left with a short position, which is uh, the situation we're in now. But 
so just from that alone, if I wondered if perhaps that was when things were getting away from the dollar and I don't know, maybe it would have been a lot higher. Maybe there would have been a lot more money printing, but simply from the fact that it was 49 and to make it lower, there's clear evidence that it was a manipulation. For years, I've thought it would be have to be somewhere north of that. And certainly whenever I think back about the times I've looked at the supply and demand data and how the stockpile that the U.S. government had is, to my knowledge, no longer there, and you see the increasing demand, when you just add up all the numbers, and certainly if you really want to get into specific numbers, I'd recommend David Morgan is a great silver analyst. Ted Butler uh, has a lot of great information. Um, that can give you the specifics better than I could sit here, and I want to keep these on the shorter side. But when I see people talk about silver in triple digits, yes, I think that's possible, and that's without you know a complete collapse of the dollar, which then just changes to who knows what happens. But um, in either case, a lot higher than here, and. Um, you know, again, maybe just a simple way of looking at it, whether it's in the hundreds. Again, that's based on a lot of different things that I've seen and looked at and conversations I've had with different traders and analysts over the years. But a simple way of thinking of it, again, is that remember what, what was happening before silver went to 49 was that was right after Bernanke launched QE2. And people were actually concerned about what was going on. Everyone's seemingly forgotten about it by now, but... Anyway, hey, maybe that was uh, nearing in on the end or we were facing a short squeeze. There's a lot of varying opinions on that, but certainly I would think that it would have to be well over 50 bucks, and I think we're going to see some stunning numbers. So if you have any opinions or questions, I'd love to hear it, and I hope you're having a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon.